Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of Diversity in Fellowship. I'm William Marshall. I got Pastor Kenny King uh, with me today. Hey. We are we are continuing our series um, that's entitled "I'm Not a Racist Because," uh, but we're changing it just a little bit today, right? So yes. the the idea is I'm not a racist, but it's easier being segregated. Yes, and so. We really think this is probably true of some in the majority and some in the minority Amen. that yeah. think it's just easier to be segregated in certain certain circumstances, certain areas. They probably, you know, they probably are not going to say, "Hey, yeah, we still need to have separate bathrooms, and we need to have, you know, that that's that's not really what we're talking about." But there are there are some areas where both uh, in the minority and in the majority. People would say, you know what? It's just better to be segregated in these areas. Yes. So, and so maybe uh, some of the areas that we thought about that where this could be true uh, would be like in the church. It's right. just better to have some white churches, better to have some uh, black churches, right? It's just better to stay segregated. Uh, I'm not racist, but I do think it's better for the, for those for for churches right. to be segregated. Or uh, in marriage, there are those who think. That uh, you know, it's just it's just better if uh, a white person doesn't marry a black person, right? Um, or and that could be other ethnicities too. Yeah. Um, and so that that could be things. Schooling. Some would say it's just better to have a black school, better to have a white school, better to have you know different things like that. Yep. Uh, housing. It's better to right. have black communities, black neighborhoods. Better to have white communities, white neighborhoods. Um, you know those. And, and really kind of a, a general statement, but just but just the idea of space. Yes. Like like um, as some would say there we need a we need a uh, a, a black space or safe space. a safe yeah. space or right. a white space or a space where we can be who we are. Right. And so anytime you're in an integrated space, you can't actually be who you are type thing. So. Right. Uh, and so those that's kind of what we're talking about are, are folks who would say, you know what, I'm not racist. But I do think it's just better in these some of these circumstances, and maybe others, uh, some of these circumstances, it would just be better if we remain segregated or went back to being segregated. Pastor Kenny, why do people think like this? Well, I mean, if we're we're being honest, we're it's just easier. Always good to be honest. Yeah, it's always yes. good to be honest, but you know, sometimes we're not. <laughs> That's true. So it's just easier to share space with people who are similar. Yeah. To us, like most of us, when we go into, let's say, a party or are going to a meeting, we're trying to get towards people. We're trying to get around people where we have something in common with Mm -hmm. people we know we're familiar with. We have um, similar experience with. And so it's just easier for us to to be around those people. Mm. And so I mean, if you don't want to feel discomfort, if you don't want to. Um, have to change like who you are during those times. You, right. you just gravitate towards those people, and so when you talk about like church marriage, all these other things, and it's, it's places or, or spaces where uh, it's kind of intimate space, right? Mm-hmm. right? Or space where um, you have to spend a lot of time. Even. Yeah. 
Mm. Marriage, well, you death to us part, right? That's a lot of time, right? That's right. And so yes, you, you don't want to have to. Uh, you you want to be around people who, who you have something in common with. Right. And, and it's just easier. Can, right, right, just easier. It's just mm-hmm. simply easier. What else would you say to that, man? Well, and the flip side of that is true, too, right? I mean, right. it's 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 difficult to try to integrate uh, people with such different backgrounds and different, you know, interests. And I mean, really, it's kind of the, the pragmatic approach that just simply says integration doesn't work. Right. Like, you can have those churches, but really what's going to end up happening is the black people are going to hang out with the black people and white people are going to hang out with white people and... Right. Yeah. Old people are going to hang out with old people and young people are going to like it. It just practically doesn't work. Yeah. And and so I think in light of that, I mean, again, it's why would why are we you know, why would we work so hard to try to accomplish this goal? You know, I mean, it's it's just easier to to not do that. And yeah. um, And it's very difficult. Lots of challenges to try to to try to make that happen. Yeah, you think about the, the difficulties, like like in a church or, you mm-hmm. know, somebody says something offensive, not intentionally, mm-hmm. and so now you got this big blow up. Right. Right? Why would you put yourself in that situation? Right. Where now somebody's being accused of being a racist. Yep. Mm-hmm. May not be a racist or... Right. Or, you know, somebody's being accused of being too sensitive or being offended by what somebody said. Mm-hmm. Like, just go ahead and separate. You ain't got to right. avoid. You can avoid all that. Right. Um, those blow ups and yeah. You know, avoid trying to appease all these different groups. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else would you add to kind of why? Why do you think people think that it's just better to re- stay to be segregated in certain spaces? Yeah, I think this one. You know, dealing with marriage and dealing with um, even school integration is. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about the the future generations, right? So I know, like with school integration, there were a lot of um, minority parents who were very hesitant about sending their their kids to um, majority schools, right? Because they saw like all the hatred that they like mm-hmm. the the first round was receiving, like the Little Rock Nine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. You, you try to go to school, and the National Guard is there trying to block you <laughs> from getting right, in. Right. And then federal troops have to come in. And, mm-hmm. and so it's like, why would I go through all this trouble? Mm. Right. Why would I cause all this distress on my kids um, to, yeah. to be integrated, right? Or right. to go to the school that's all the way across town or wake them up early in the morning so they can be bused to this school. Right. Or you think about even with marriage, right? Mm-hmm. With marriage, it's like interracial marriage. It's okay, so you're you're having these kids, and they're considered biracial, and right. but but neither side is really taking ownership of them, right? Both right. mm-hmm. like if if they're, you know, if they're black and white, you know, the, maybe African Americans are not viewing them as part of their community, and mm-hmm. and the majority culture is not viewing them as part of their community, so they're. There, there's distress behind that, right? Right. There's distress. Like I, I don't, I don't belong to any of these groups. Like I don't have, I don't have a group, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, and so, not wanting to have that distress on on those future generations, you say, well, we ju- we just won't have. Uh, we just think it's better to stay with people who are the same race, ethnicity yeah. as us, yeah. right? Yeah. And I've, I mean, I've experienced. I mean, even in conversations with. Um, an individual at one point whose um, children were 
there was we're, we're dating somebody who was of a different ethnicity. Yeah. And they brought up that very that very issue. Like this is going to be, I mean, they can maybe make it. Yeah. But think about how hard it's going to be on their children. I mean, that was kind yeah. of the argument that was presented to me. And so, um, I mean, there was you know there was this kind of concern about what's going to happen to to children in those situations and. Um, so I, I do think that is a, a real one. Something else I would add, and I think this is, uh, I think this can be a big one, um, is is this idea that once you integrate, you kind of lose your identity. Yes. Um, and um, and really, there's a word for this. <laughs> it's it's not so much integration as it is assimilation. Yeah. And I think that's you know in, in our conversations that we've talked about even locally at the um, here in Sykeson, which is where you know Kenny and I pastor, like um, the schools integrated, yes, and the black school that was here was basically abandoned, yeah, right, and it the black school was in the black neighborhood, uh, probably a whole lot of students walked, I mean like right. they, I mean like it was a neighborhood school, yeah, and that school was no longer a school. Um, and, and they, you know, and kind of this, in the integration, uh, many of the teachers that taught at that school no longer had jobs. And they, so they had to go to other communities. They had to leave their community. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so, you know, you, you can see in that sense, it's like, we're, we're, this is not integration. This is assimilation. Yes. Um, we're, we're not, we're not really bringing our culture in as much as we're losing, we're leaving our culture behind. Right. Uh, and we're essentially being asked to um, assimilate to this uh, to the majority culture. Yeah, and and so I think a lot of integration, unfortunately, um, ended up whether whether that was intended or not intended. I mean, that was how it played out. Right. Um, that was practically kind of what happened. And and I don't think I mean I, I you know that happened here locally, but I would dare say that was probably the norm. Yes. That, you know, across, I mean, across our country, I mean, black schools were kind of abandoned. And I just mean by built, like their buildings, the facilities were kind of abandoned or turned into something else. The one right. here was turned into a community center. Kind of, kind of a community center, Eventually, right? that kind of yeah. came, became that. Um, but it was essentially turned into something else. It was no longer the school. Mm-hmm. And, um, and again, you, a, lot of, a lot of the teachers, faculty, staff, you know, people who were working at that building weren't necessarily invited to work yeah at the new building or at the you know at the for lack of a better yeah, term you the, think the white it. school right you, you the know, you're losing a, a key component of your community like yeah. teachers are mm-hmm. i mean they were looked up to right yeah. there were professionals the, right? you know i mean they were yeah middle class of of that community and so now you're losing this this whole class of individuals who are who are now mm-hmm. um, going somewhere else so they they can continue their jobs, right? You know, so their livelihoods can yeah. can continue, and so yeah, that 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 is very problematic when you're talking about um, integration. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what was assumed or, or tr- tried to be integration ended up being more assimilation, which mm-hmm. which is definitely um, something negative. And don't you think? I mean, because of that history. Um because there are people alive today who lived through that history. Yes. Like, I think that left such a bad taste in their mouth that they're like, maybe integration is not such a good thing. Right. Now, but I think we need to be, well, we'll talk about this in, in a minute, but I, I, I do think that's a, 
that is something that we need to acknowledge, right? Yeah. That the history of integration in our country was not uh, always a good. It was not always good. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely not always good for the minority community. True. And so it, it it's kind of like well, I don't really know if I want to support that. Right. I don't know that that's a good thing. Um. And 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 there is kind. Of, we've lost our identity. We lost our identity. We lost who we were. We lost our culture. We lost. Lost um, our community, community. Right? yeah, you know, a big section, a big p- portion of our community, and yes. so, um, yeah, I think that's a big reason. Um, what what else would you add, Kenny? Yeah, I would say that, um, especially in the minority culture, is that, you know, they they have this view of it's but it's easier to be segregated because they don't want to give up their history, mm. and when you think about the history that they're talking about let's say a, a church or a school or mm-hmm. or things of that nature these things these institutions were created because they could not go to the white school or they could not go to the the white church mm. and then to now say okay <laughs> abandon those things right and and now you can come to to this white space it's like so you want me to give up all of my all the things that we worked hard for because we couldn't in initially go to these places. But now you want me to give it up, uh, give up the history that we've built right? Um, so that we can integrate. Mm. And so they, they would say, no, I, th- I think it's better <laughs> if we, j- we are just separate so right. that we can man- maintain this history and that, that mm. identity yeah. uh, that you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And see, when you think about kind of the what was coming against when when you know segregation was coming to an end it was this idea of separate but equal Mm -hmm. right that was the idea that came with plessy versus ferguson before brown versus board right and and i think the issue what a lot of minorities had a problem with wasn't necessarily the separate it was the equal part they were saying that is not equal right separate but unequal right right yeah Yeah, we're we're not cool we're separate with but unequal but uh but the separate but if it was actually equal Mm -hmm. i think many of them would have been okay with that they would have been like it's because it's easier right it's easier we don't have to give up history we don't have to give up identity we don't have to go through these difficult conversations we don't have to worry about code switching or trying to assimilate to to any of those things and so You know, if if it was actually equal, we'd be good. But mm. because it's not equal, right? Um, we have to figure out a solution. And to to some of them, integration was not that solution because they had to give up too much. Right. I think you know. So so, the, uh, I think we should say to our to our listeners, like we see some legitimacy in some of these arguments. Right. I mean, we, we do understand where these where these arguments are coming from, and I think it's good for us to kind of stop and think through that and, and kind of recognize some of those arguments. But we also see some problems yes. um, with, with these arguments, and that kind of leads us to uh, what we want to talk about next. What What is, uh, what's kind of wrong with this thinking or problematic with this thinking? Yeah, you know, because just because something is hard, which we can, we can, we will acknowledge that integration is not always the easiest. Right. Just because something is hard doesn't mean that it's wrong. Right. Right. Yeah. And so when the word of God commands us to be together, mm-hmm. the word of God um, affirms it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, then 
we have to be obedient to the word of God, no matter how right. challenging it is. I mean, God calls us to some very difficult things, right? Mm-hmm. He equips yeah. us to, to deal with those things. And we, we have to remember that God's plan is always the best plan. Right. Like God wants our good, our ultimate good. Mm-hmm. may not feel like it at the time. Yeah. may not be easy, but it's the best all the time. Right. And so we, we see in God's word where he wants different ethnicities together. He mm-hmm. wants our, our identity, our identity to be in Christ above and beyond any other identity that we have. Right. And so we have to be obedient to that, understanding that it's ultimately for our good. Right. I, you know, the I think about the church in Acts 6 is a good example of that because yeah. you have this problem that comes up yes. where one of the um, one of the ethnicity's widows were being mistreated. Right. Or, or, and I don't even know that it was, you know, super like intentional or whatever. No. It was just kind of happening. Right. But that's one of those things where it's like, you know what, it'd just be easier if we had two churches. Yeah. One church with this ethnicity and one church with this ethnicity. Right. But that wasn't the solution. No. You know, the Lord's the Lord uh, raised up uh, the, the apostles said, hey, we need to find some men who can really oversee this and do a better job of it. Um, we're not we're not doing a great. I mean, there was admission, you know, we're not we're not handling this right. We need to yeah. do better. Um, and so but but the option wasn't let's let's create this ethnicity church and let's create this, you know, a different right. ethnicity church. And so I think that's important. I think it's important to see see the Lord's heart for that, and to to know that if the Lord, when if and when, uh, as we work through those problems and work through those difficulties, we can trust that the Lord is is going to help us. And um, I mean, we knew coming into the merge that there were going to be challenges that we were like, right? I don't know what the what are we doing? Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but we felt like the um, the challenges and the difficulties that we would face, we we wanted to, we felt like they were worth it, right? Yeah. It was worth facing those things. I think about think about how you know the Word of God talks about this. Like God, God wasn't not you know He's not just concerned about there being separate churches. Like in Galatians two is like, don't even separate when you eat, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Peter yeah. is yeah. going away from eating with the Gentiles, which he yeah. was doing before, and going to eat with the Jews and. Mm-hmm. And Paul said he stood condemned, right? That's right. Like Paul was not very happy. strong, yes, right. very, you know, very mm-hmm. strong language to where you know God is like, "Nah, this is not even okay for you to try to eat separate from mm-hmm. your brothers who are Gentiles, right? Just because you are a Jew, mm-hmm. or just because you don't." And, and it, here's the thing: Peter just did; he was doing it because the Jews from Jerusalem had come. Right. Like I don't want, you know, I don't want the difficulty of having this conversation with them about why I'm eating with Gentiles and right. you know, it's just it's easier for me just to segregate right. during this this moment and Paul is like, "Nah, we ain't going for that." You can't do that. Like we can't do that. You right. stand condemned. Yeah. Because just because it was hard, it was going to mm-hmm. be hard for people for Peter to have to deal with those Jews. Right. Like doesn't mean that he was right in in separating from the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. He was obviously wrong, right. as the Word of God shows us. So, and 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 Paul's not only one way in that because you think about the Book of Romans, yeah, where Paul's actually saying to Gentile believers, "Hey, don't don't be arrogant. Right, I mean, you, you were grafted yeah. in. You can be lopped off. Yes. You know, I mean the 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 argument there and." Uh, nine, ten, and eleven, and, yeah. and his heart—you know—he's showing his heart for the Jews, his heart for yeah. you know um, uh, the Jewish people, and so yeah, I think I think you know <laughs> we we need to see those uh, those texts and kind of understand that that picture there because uh, that 
again, we can acknowledge it is hard. Yes. Like there are challenges, but that doesn't mean it's not worth um, us by God's grace and by God's strength and, um, you know, putting forth the effort to, to accomplish it. So I, Amen. I think it's, I think that's good. What else, what else would you add? Uh, what is something else that's maybe wrong with the thinking? Yeah. The idea of it being difficult because we come from different backgrounds and have different experiences. I think we really overplay that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for, for us in the United States. Right. <laughs> um, we're more alike than what we like to give ourselves credit for. Right. Like we may listen to different music. We have, we may have different preferences and whatnot, but right. I think we are, we have more shared experiences that can help us with integration than what we, right. what we really uh, want to give ourselves credit for. And right. even our similarities, right? It's like we, we overplay that being, you know, having similar experiences and similar backgrounds is going to mean everything is going to be great. That's Cause that's true. not the case either. That's right. right. <laughs> it's yep. just not the case. And so, mm-hmm. We, we, we overemphasize those things and and not realizing that we do have way more in common, especially if we are followers of Christ. We have way more important right. yeah. than what we have different. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <coughs> now, I think one I would add, we, you know, we uh, mentioned the distress on kind of future generations. Um, I think in one sense we kind of sometimes we have a tendency to lack hope for yes. the future generations. Uh, we think that the future generations will not be able to do any better than what we've done. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, well, maybe, you know, maybe we need to be careful with that. You know, yes. maybe instead of thinking, oh, it's going to be hard for, um, you know, biracial children, like they just won't be able to, you know, it's like, well, maybe, you know, yes, yeah. but maybe they can work through those things. And, yes. and, um, you know, I know, I know for us as an, you know, as an, a couple who've adopted <coughs> children and adoptive children of color, um, I mean, the reality to, I mean, there were, there was some who said, asked us even early on, like, is it wise for you to adopt outside of your ethnicity? Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't yeah. you guys just adopt white children? And, 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 and they brought up this kind of argument. Yeah. Right? Like it's going to be, di- don't you think it's going to be difficult for those children? And the reality is life is difficult. Amen. Right. I mean, there yes. are challenges. The thing that was helpful for us with adoption is that we, we already knew that those were going to be some challenges that we were going to have to face. And so the issue was not, oh, let's just try to avoid all the challenges, right? Let's get these perfect little kids who will never have problems. Because right. let's be honest, they don't exist. Yes. Um, and so our, our thinking was, how about we try to lean into those challenges, be prepared for those challenges, talk about those challenges. And, and we've had to do that, right? Uh, we've had to do that with our 13-year-old, and, and, and we'll have to do that you know, with, with our son, Ian, who is biracial, you know, he's going to have right. those challenges. And so, um, we, we want to lean into those and do the best that we can. And, and man, by God's grace, cause as parents, man, we need a lot of grace <laughs> and mercy and help, but, but to, but to actually offer hope, yes. you know, um, my hope is that Ian will have black friends and white friends. Amen. Instead of, oh, well, he just won't have any friends. Right. Well, why can't... Our why, only biracial friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why can't I have hope in the fact that he's going to have <clears throat> some black friends and some white friends? Yes. Right? And my 13-year-old son um, has that. Yes. Right? He's got buddies who are black. He's got buddies who are white, you know? And so, again, I, th- I think I think we have to be careful and not, and not um, um, have some hope for, you know, some of these... Uh, some of some of the future generations and those types of things. Like how often is it though that even that those future generations end up becoming the reason why the hearts of the previous generation has changed? Yeah, 
like you, uh, a grandma with a, mm-hmm. a biracial grandchild, mm-hmm. right? Like yep. she, okay, now she is kind of almost forced <laughs> to right. to start to view um, a minority culture differently. That's right, because she has a grandchild that's part of that that is part of that culture, right? That's right. And so now we don't want to put that weight on kids. Don't, don't go around having kids just so you can change their hearts. <laughs> but I, th- <laughs> I think it's just a, a natural it's just outflow. An, yeah, it's just right? an outworking of yeah, that. Yeah, of, of what happens when when uh, future generations end up having um, by bira- end up being biracial is that yeah. it, it does end up changing the hearts. So we we I think like again we we just need that hope. I need that hope yeah. that future generations can um, handle. That mm. and they they oftentimes do right. I mean, yeah. oftentimes they they tend to do a better job um, than we do if they mm. are um, kind of led on that path of um, diversity and fellowship. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. What else would you add is as far as uh, what's wrong with this thinking? Yeah, you know, when people say you know they're worried about losing their identity, right. and when they integrate, that they're going to be forced to assimilate. I would say, yeah, we we would agree. That that is a problem. It mm. is a problem when um, we're not intentional about integrating, and that we end up um, assimilating people instead of you know valuing what they bring and mm. and making sure those things stand out, and that we are um, yeah acknowledging that. And so what? But what I would say is that there is a way to be in, intentional in in regards to integrating. And and not assimilating groups, right? right? Yep. It, I mean, we we we've acknowledged the problems that came with integration with the schools, but there was there was a way to to do that better, right? Right. It was mm-hmm. a way to I mean hire some of the teachers. Like, That's right. Right. Like, yeah. You know, and I think some of the issues was well, uh, they don't have the same qualifications that these set of teachers has well look at the qualifications yeah right maybe your qualifications <laughs> are wrong. Well, maybe yeah. your qualifications aren't right or mm-hmm. or maybe you can you can say well you know these are the qualifications is there a way for them to work on those qualifications while, while having while this job mm-hmm. right and and so those those are some things like you know think, imagine like black kids going to a school where everybody in authority is a different race than them yeah that's a that challenge is, right? that is hard yeah. mm-hmm. like nobody understands what i'm what i'm going through right at home or in my community or anything like that that's difficult mm-hmm. but again like something as small as you know things that we can overlook but something as small as maybe hiring some of those teachers mm-hmm. would have done a world of difference right. um, for those students. Yeah, and so we we have to be are, are keeping that school open, mm-hmm. you know, and, and in instead some, of some way, in know, some, some way, right? Capacity, right? Right. And making it a community center wasn't a terrible idea. No, it was actually a great idea. You right. Know, I, like I said, I maybe not as executed as right, well as yeah. it could have been, but right. But still, I mean that what that's not a terrible idea. And, yeah. But but doing some of those things that those have been things that Kenny and I have had a lot of discussions right. about. You know, one of one of our fears, or at least one of my fears, when we merged was that uh, it would it would it would come off as an assimilation idea, yeah. right? That basically uh, my former white church swallowed up Kenny's, you know, previously right. black church. And and so we wanted to do things to try to really avoid that. Yeah. Um, and that was that was part of the reason why we wanted, you know, like we're we're not I'm not the main pastor and Kenny's the associate or 
no, we're actually e- we're we're equal. We're yes. equal pastors, you know. And so that was important because we we recognized the danger of assimilation when you when the goal is integration. Amen. And so you got to got to work through that. Yeah. What else, brother? What would you add anything else on yeah, this? I, I would say the the most important thing for me is and especially with our merge is that we have to focus less on what we are losing and mm. look to what we are gaining. That's a good word. And this goes this goes back to God's plan is better than <laughs> what we think it is. That's right. So you're actually losing something when you are not with your brothers and sisters in Christ of a dif- mm. different ethnicity. That's right. We are actually losing something. And so, you know, you, you can worry about losing your history. You can worry about losing your identity and all that stuff, or you can focus on the fact that I am gaining brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. in Christ from every tribe, tongue, and nation. And that is more glorious than, than any of the history and things Mm -hmm. that we try to hold on to that, that God is calling us to, to sacrifice for what is better (laughs) or what he has for us is, is Mm -hmm. much better than, than what we are um, losing. So I, I think that's what we have to really fix our eyes upon is that, Man, we are gaining so much more when we are together than when we are apart. Amen. That's a good word, brother. Yeah. Well, cool. I hope that's uh, been helpful. Let's uh, we'll switch <laughs> gears a little bit and uh, hit our crazy question. Yes. For the week, so we uh, been talking about uh, integration today. Yes. Kind of, you know, uh, some challenges there. What are some? What are some just bad examples? Of integration, yes. Now we're not necessarily talking about ethnic <laughs> ethnic integration, but just right, just culturally or whatever. What are some bad examples of integration? So you know, that you the, have seen in the superhero genre. genre the the new trend has been to um, like give give the superhero their own solo movie and yes. then bring them all together in a oh, big movie. It's beautiful. Like Marvel has done mm-hmm. an excellent job. Excellent of this, job. But yes. DC. <laughs> <laughs> has been struggling <laughs> with yeah. this uh, new format. So, <laughs> you know, they did Superman movies. They did, yes. uh, I don't think they did a solo Batman in this go around. But no. they did Aquaman, they did Wonder Woman. Yes. And then they said, okay, let's do Justice League. Mm-hmm. Let's bring them all together, them together. and we're going to do Justice League. Mm-hmm. And, man, that was one of the worst movies. <laughs> it was so bad. Like the first run was so bad that the uh, another director came in and was like, "Nah, I'm gonna redo this. This can't stand. <laughs> this can't cannot. Leave this. Like yeah. this original cannot stand. I'm gonna redo this. I'm gonna re. I'm gonna re put it out in the theaters. Right. Because we we got to get this taste out of our mouths. So bad. That yes. was so bad. It's yeah. such a bad movie. Yeah. And uh, man, if you're a fan of Superman and and Batman and and you were upset, like, I understand. Kenny's I was upset with as well. He feels yes. that as a, an example of bad integration. Bad integration. Yes. What about you, yeah. man? Uh, for me, I think I would go the music route. Yes. So there is country music, which, you know, all in all is questionable, right? But <laughs> but there is, there's country music out there. You just alienated. <laughs> then, there's, then there's rap music out there, right? Yes. But when the country artists have tried to combine the two and integrate country Ooh, music and rap music, yes. Kenny, that is the worst. <laughs> and if you just use the the lettering there, yes. country music plus rap music equals crap, crap music. Crap yeah, music. It's there. It's there. I, I mean, it's just I don't want to hear a white guy trying to rap over his acoustic guitar 
and then going into some country oh chorus. Man. In, like, it's just not. I just can't. It's it's bad integration. <laughs> it's, bad. Bad. it's bad. It's bold. It's a it's a bold attempt, right? Yeah, it's a bold. But I it's, mean, uh, I, I guess it doesn't quite work good. out yeah. for mm. some reason. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Those are some of our examples. Maybe you can uh, give us some examples somewhere if you want to uh, shoot us an email or drop us a line on uh, Twitter or Facebook or something. We'd love to hear from you. But thanks so much for tuning in this week. We will catch up with you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.